0: Oh, did you already press it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome <laughs> back to D&D Podcast Show. Yeah, a podcast show about D&D rules we, or something. Yeah. yeah. Today we're going to be looking at the Bardic Colleges. Let's go to college, Dobie. Woo! How much debt are we going to get in? <laughs>
1: Bardic Colleges. Ah, college ah, Oh, the French! It comes! Like, <laughs> you don't see that? The no. Orson, is it Orson
0: Welles? Is this also a Mr. Blobby bit? No,
1: <laughs> it's, it's uh, Orson Welles, really late in life. And he's really fucking, like, gone. Mm. And he's doing this advert and he can't remember his lines. And it's like for a champagne. Rose and, they're, like, blood. and they're just like, they do the clap and they're like, rolling. Rolling Awesome, and he goes, No, oh, the French! <laughs> like, I, I can see the script is just like, Oh, the French. Then he's just like, No, oh, the French! <laughs> Enough of that, we're talking about bardic colleges. <laughs>
0: yes, going to college.
1: So, these ones, I think the word of the day is underwhelming. Yeah. Boring. Some may say chill. I think they could be kind of strong. I don't know, nothing like jumps out, right? What do you make of them?
0: I think that they are solid and simple, but there's yeah. nothing that will spice up your curry, you know?
1: Yeah, like like the barbarian one, you have those totems. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of roleplay and story elements that could be in there. But this one is just... Well, you'll see what this one is. So
0: what are bardic colleges exactly? Bardic colleges are like loose associations, not... Exactly, institutions. At least, I mean, there's only a sentence on them, but Mm. I'm very curious, right? Like, is are there any actual educational? Is there a (laughs) faculty? Right? Yeah. Like, or can you get a degree from one? You know, or is it just kind of like a like like, Freemasons kind of thing? I think
1: it's more like secret, not so secret societies.
0: Wear a silly hat and have a secret handshake. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. But knowing bards, it's
1: probably handshaking with their penis.
0: <laughs> is that you say no?
1: Penis shaking. <laughs> so the first one is the College of Law. That's L-O-R-E, law. And this is about telling stories, right? The song's full of stories. You'll see them maybe in local temples or in the courts of kings, even down taverns, just regaling people with stories. Diversity of knowledge. That's true. They need to, they're kind of a jack of all trades, and that is really shown in their first ability. Bonus proficiencies. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you just gain three new proficiencies. That's pretty good.
1: (laughs) It's pretty good. There's a lot of proficiencies. I mean, bards already start with any three skills. So now you're up to six. Add in your background, which is normally like two.
0: And then Expertise, which gets up to like four skills that you could double your proficiency for.
1: Oh yeah, you can compound them as well. Bards are skill machines. Yeah, you're going to be passing a lot of skill checks. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about the design philosophy of that. No, I win. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, if you're building a party around it, then there's going to be no... If you've got a bard and, like, two other characters, if everyone takes a different skill, someone has proficiency in every skill or something,
0: right? Kind of like the... like It's like the Goku of the team, right? If, yeah, if he's always around. Z Is this, Z this Z the second Dragon Ball reference I made in his <laughs> second episode? But, like, you know, every every single episode, there's always, like, a real challenge. And you have, like, a diversity of characters that can approach this challenge from different ways. Mm. But everybody knows that Goku can just do it. You know, so they have to make weird things like oh he's dead so he can't <laughs> Right? <laughs> I, uh, yeah
1: a Mary Sue I think is the term <laughs> for that. yeah they're, they're, they can be a bit Mary Sueish. I think it can just lead to a bit of unfun play like there's very few fails and also if the bard like has expertise and all these skill checks the bard kind of
0: hogs a lot of play time if
1: you're not in a combat heavy game could be him yeah
0: so this is definitely something to consider not to like dissuade anyone from choosing bards or anything like that but certainly to keep it in mind when you're trying to play for a complex dynamic of real human beings in a mm. game that's designed for fun
1: yeah yeah definitely like let people do the checks that they want to do or no, i that think makes sense character like...
0: flaws would make like a really good opportunity for bards as well right? what do you mean so if you can do almost anything especially being proficient in literally everything <laughs> right but then you just also can't because of you know psychological reasons or yeah
1: i, I think that can be get be a bit arbitrary personality reasons, yeah. you don't want to end like up like our friend ludwig the paladin mm. who just went to ground every time oh, he shit, saw a you snake. Name him
0: by name yeah <laughs> he doesn't listen to us
1: <laughs> it can be a fine line to walk i guess but I, I've got faith in you, listener. You can do it. Yeah. Let people do the skills checks they want to do.
0: Yeah, we're all just adults hanging out playing board games, naked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's the College of Law, the first one. I mean, there's really not much to say about it, right? It's three bonus proficiencies. That's pretty good, pretty OP actually. <laughs> yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's something that you're always going to be using, right? Although bards get them from any skill already. They're not limited to a list like some other classes, so maybe it's not quite as open, Mm. quite good
0: as it would be in other classes. But yeah, what's up next? Cutting words. Mm -hmm. So I think this is where things get a little bit more interesting in terms of the college of lore. So this is also at third level. You get the ability to use your inspiration dice Against your enemies instead of just for your friends. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What can you use it on? So, if a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a damage roll. Oh, so basically all the rolls. Anything <laughs> that you roll a dice for. So if you see your DM over there like rolling your dice, you <laughs> I, know. What's that? <laughs> yeah. You know, this is an opportunity to. You can use your inspiration dice to subtract from the resulting number okay that's something that you're gonna have to keep track of
1: yeah. like because i know i i get in the habit as a dm of rolling dice for skill checks opponent's behind checks. the screen right yeah yeah without yeah. like fully announcing it and stuff like not trying to hide it but it's, it's just something you do right yeah so i think that's going
0: to take a bit of like adjustment
1: communication from both sides of the screen
0: yes so if you have for dms if you have a barred who has chosen the College of Lore, this is maybe one of the few circumstances where you'll have to maybe make it more telegraphed Mm. what enemies are doing. Mm. Um, That's maybe a system that you can work out with your players or on your own.
1: So this is all tied to Bardic Inspiration, and you have an amount of Bardic Inspiration dice equal to your Charisma modifier, which is probably going to be about five. Like, maybe not a third level. You'll probably have three, but... By the time you get level seven, you should have pumped up your charisma to the max or something. I think this is... I think it's all right. I feel like it's a resource that can be spent very quickly, right? I mean, you do get a lot of it. You'll have three at this point, but three between a long rest on any attack roll. Like, you've really got to pick your moments, right?
0: Yeah, if you can get into the swing of it... And you might be able to find mm-hmm. moments that might be a little bit more important. I think the it skill check make a break.
1: Yeah, yeah, the skill checks are really going to make a break because I mean, this goes up to a D12, right? When you get this, you have a D6, but a couple levels later, you're going to have a D8,
0: so, which is an average of four, or five being minus. And that's both. like pretty substantial. Yeah, you know, so you can work with your party to do something to even like a BBG. Right, mm. that should normally pass some kind of skill check. Like maybe you want to charm him, and maybe under like normal con- circumstances, that's, that's pretty. So good point. Yeah. Right. But this is a reaction, so that is a good point. I didn't think of that. And this is a third level as well, so it could be <sighs> something that helps you with your party. Yeah, yeah. This I I'm coming around to it. You're convincing me. <laughs> also, you know, because it's a bard and it because it's called cutting words, there's like the flavor of like. I'm imagining a Happy Gilmore type of situation, you know? Where it's like, (laughs) he's about to make the putt, and right before every time there's the guy in the back that just goes, FUCK YOU! (laughs) And then he misses it,
1: right? You suck! Roleplay that however you want. (laughs) You suck! So, I, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. I guess I'm a little bit sad. I mean, you know what I'm like. It's not a very, like... Flavorful. Yeah, it's not a big ability, is mm. it? It's not something you get and you're like, Whoa, new thing, cool. Mm. It's like, okay... No new mechanic, really. Yeah, bardic inspiration, but better. Anti-bardic inspiration kind of thing. It's... it's decent. The next one, however, is another kind of boring one, but also low-key quite strong. At level 6, you learn two spells of your choice from any class. So this is at level 6. It has to be a level that you
0: can cast. So at that, it's going to be third level or lower. But from any class? Yeah, and third level spells are where they get typically pretty interesting, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, You're You're going to have
1: some fun times
0: with this. Yeah, any class. Like, any class.
1: Or you can choose one cantrip from any class. So you could have druidcraft. Nice. You could have, I don't know, can you? Can you have druid, cough, thermatology, and... And, the uh, and
0: prestidigitation. Yeah. I guess, I guess. The I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so then you can be the one to divine, like, there are no more differences between the three. <laughs> <laughs> you no longer have to Google it because I'm doing the one that applies in this circumstance.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, um... It counts as a bard spell, but it doesn't count the number of bard spells you know. So it's it's extra stuff, right? It's yeah, cool. It's good. It is what it is. It's really going to depend on the spells you choose. You could take this as an opportunity to learn some really flavorful spells. Maybe if you've been hanging out in the forest, in the wild, maybe you've got a druid in your party, you learn some druid spells from them. Mm. That could be quite cool.
0: Yeah, and this also might help you with some multi-class potential if that's something that you're doing. What do you mean? So if you have access to more spells and you're multi-classing with something that either is of non-magical relation, then you can really like kind of pump up like your diversity with what the bar uh, can offer to them. Yeah, I mean, well,
1: if it's non-magical, if it's if you're talking about flighting classes, the next college is the one for you. Mm. It's spicy. Stay tuned for the
0: next five
1: minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The final one, peerless skill.
0: Yeah, so you remember how you can now use your inspiration dice to neg your (laughs) opponents? Now you can do it (laughs) to pump yourself up a little bit. But only kinda. Only a little. You can only add it to ability
1: checks, not attack rolls or damage rolls. And that's basically
0: it. Yeah, it's very, I don't know, for a level 14? Especially considering this is the last um, ability that you get in this college.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very weird that they don't let you just have attack rolls or damage rolls. I'm not sure how that would...
0: Yeah, what's the rationale behind making yeah, it... Yeah, and
1: I, I'm not even sure I see that big of a deal in letting you buff yourself, because If you're buffing yourself, you're not buffing someone else, right? You don't get extra buffs. Yeah, you just get a bit more versatility. And, I mean, yeah, I guess you are the jack of all trades. But in any reasonably sized party of three other people, you've got most things already.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, maybe you're getting one or two abilities out of this that you can now buff yourself.
0: That being said, you could potentially make a role where, you know... Maybe this is an ability check that you already have like a bonus for like it's a charisma based one Plus you're proficient. So you add your proficiency.
1: Plus you've got expertise
0: (laughs) (laughs) Plus you get to add your inspiration dice, which gets up to like what d12 D12. (laughs) So I mean like if anyone wants to. I mean you are gonna seduce the dragon (laughs) This is the this is the type.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not awful I'm not saying that. It just feels like, for a level 14? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really add anything remarkable. Compared to the College of Valor's level 14. Which you will have to stay tuned for.
1: <laughs> Right now, the College of Valor!
0: <laughs> right, so if the College of Lore is maybe like a group of maybe more masonic scholars or advisors or you know maybe like jack of all trades type of knowledge guys these are these are
1: about the great deeds of the mighty yeah these are the singing the tales of king arthur kind of guys yeah i sing in valhalla with the greats of old then i mean they also smash face so, the first thing you get at level three, you gain proficiency with medium armor, shields, and martial weapons.
0: Yeah, which so, is a big deal yeah? if you want to actually do, you know, damage.
1: But then you're also not using spells. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Why would you not be using spells? So, so what I mean is, like, when you have an encounter, you can only make one attack per oh, turn, right? yeah. So, you're either going to be using spells or using melee. Yeah. So the vers—it's extra versatility, but it's not extra oomph.
0: Well, I think at third level, though, you're quite limited with the amount of magic that you can use. I mean, you have cantrips, right? But not that many, and the amount of spells that you can cast are super limited. Mm. So, uh, being able to use a weapon well is pretty valuable, especially at the beginning.
1: I suppose it does let you be less scroungy with your spell slots as well. Yeah, like, you'd you be don't more have participatory to... in combat. Yeah, it, it is a good kind of backup. But I, th- I think it's just the theme of the bard. It doesn't feel very umfy. Maybe when we get to Xanathar's stuff and Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, mm. then we'll find some more... More bard bard. Yeah,
0: more bardy bards. Yeah, but I think that that's where combat inspiration comes in. You also get this at 3rd level. So this is maybe a little bit more Bardy Bard. Bardy bird. A creature that has a Bardic Inspiration die from you can roll that die to add it to weapon damage after the fact.
1: I mean, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, which I think is pretty awesome, actually, because, I mean, whereas if you're rolling to hit, you know, you're rolling a d20, adding an extra, whatever, 3, Mm. To that may or may not help, you know? I mean, it's like a nice thing to have or an ability check. Yeah, it's it's like if if
1: you do have to make this hit, right, then you roll it. And, I mean, by the time you have worked out how difficult an enemy is to be how difficult they are. You've probably worked out their AC, roughly, right? Yeah. Like, between all of you, you're like, okay, a 20 is hitting, a 19 isn't hitting. I think we've worked out his AC. So if you roll it and you know you've hit and stuff, it's like, okay, well, fucking damage it away then, right? Yeah. You don't have to let that bardic inspiration just flutter off into the wind.
0: Yeah. I mean, an inspiration die now becomes a small weapons damage that you're adding to your weapons damage. I mean it's an extra great axe uh, like at later <laughs> levels right yeah. yeah once you get up to the d12 yeah it's it can be pretty redonkulous and also when an attack roll is made against you if you have a bardic inspiration dime mm-hmm. you can use your reaction to use it to add the number to your ac against the attack
1: it's <gasps> just such a roundabout way of like not taking it away from their attack it, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like because yeah. they didn't want to copy the first ability yeah, so from... you
0: don't say the same words but
1: it sounds yeah, like they didn't want to copy cutting words <laughs> so they were like no you don't take it away from his you
0: Add it to yours. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it may, I don't know, maybe it's There's got to be some
1: niche cases where that because matters.
0: Because cutting words requires an enemy to hear you, right? And you have to be able to be like 60 feet. Oh, uh, yeah, The AC thing I is like, guess. I don't know, this could be like an exploding trap and you can AC yourself up against it or something, right?
1: Yeah, you can't use it to do it to yourself because it's bardic inspiration. You can't give
0: yourself bardic inspiration. So it's something you've got to preemptively do as well. You can't use it as a reaction. Yeah, not you yourself, but this is what. So if you give someone bardic inspiration, then they can use that as a reaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, like, you can't see the attack coming and be and like, "Oh shit!" Protect the person,
0: right? Yeah. Like, it, it's got to be preemptive. I
1: guess that's kind of yeah. Kind just of give of it to your friends, right? You, right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the next one, extra attack.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, or <laughs> read any amount of the book... At you... sixth level, you get an extra attack. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I mean, yeah. everyone else has it,
1: right? So now yeah. you get to join the ranks of combat classes. It makes you more dangerous in combat, right? It makes yeah. you save those spell slots. It makes you more of a threat, especially if you're multi with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, not well, multiclassing with another stack, thing
1: though, yeah. who has extra attack, but yeah, I don't know. Ignore me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's only
1: four abilities for each of these colleges. That's pretty sure. I mean, if you look at the Cleric, they have like one, two, three, four, five, six. And, some the... and then they've got like five different paths, domains, colleges, whatever you want to call them.
0: And there's a lot that comes with each one. And then with the, with the Barbarian, like we went through all the tot- totems. Yeah,
1: we're almost at the end here. The last one for the College of Valor is battle magic. You've mastered the art of weaving, spell casting, and weapon use into a single harmonious act. When you cast a bard spell, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. Cool. I mean, it brings up your averages, right? Yeah. You're you're putting out more damage on average. You
0: can make use of that that, um, action economy a little bit better. I think...
1: These colleges are pretty evenly split, like they're they're quite clearly split. The College of Law is more for games that are into role play, right. And then yeah. the college
0: of Valor is
1: more for the games that are squares and dice.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. If you want to benefit your party more in combat strictly, as a participant of the combat, then college value is the way to go. Yeah.
1: Also, if you want to, if you want to get in there and like do things, yeah, want to grub it all up. Yeah, and you can also give the inspiration and stuff. Like, it works. You can do that with the College of Law, but I feel like it's way weaker than changing a skill check. I think there's more stacked on a skill check on average than there is on an attack. Or For sure, role. because
0: everything that you get from this can. From the College of Lore benefits you also out of combat arguably more because then you're able to do things that are like,
1: yeah, because I I mean like there's obviously going to be those moments where you manage to make an attack miss that would kill a player on death saving throws Mm -hmm. like sure you can get those but on average most encounters no one in your party is dying, right? That's a BBEG
0: thing or a oh fuck, I forgot the healing potions kind of thing. Yeah, or like the DM just kind of like misread the encounter generator.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but as opposed to that like you're having some negotiations with someone about like getting a knighthood, right? Mm. That that can have story implications for the rest of the game. Yeah. Right? That that can be a huge thing. And if you're playing a roleplay heavy game, those those kind of opportunities could come up every session a couple times a session yeah like maybe not that big but something close right
0: yeah i mean you'll always have decisions of consequence for which i think the college of lore can benefit using their you know ways that you can use your bardic inspiration in more interesting ways yeah much more than an extra five damage yeah Or well at that level three
1: damage (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: right
1: so yeah i mean that's bards it's a Bit of a short
0: episode, but that's all there is. <laughs> yeah, while it's disappointing right now, we will eventually get into the Xanathar's Guide. Um, yeah, Bard classes and, and the Tasha's yeah. ones. Stay tuned if those will also be disappointing. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> no peeking. <laughs> wait a year. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait an amount of months before we get to that first.
1: <laughs> so that's pretty much it. You can check us out, rulesaswrittenshow.com. You can email me, Toby at tobyatrulesaswrittenshow.com. Any questions you've got, hit me up. Uh, if you just wanna say hi, hit me up. If you wanna send me pictures of cats, hit me up. All good.
0: Okay, the, that's like actual cats though. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just, JJ. you know, this is the internet that we're talking to. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Real cat, puppies,
1: <laughs> only puppies. Golden Retrievers, preferably. <laughs> just turn off images
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Just text only. Tell them about Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you want to help support us and get some more interesting behind-the-scenes content, you can support us on Patreon.com. And you'll get a picture of my puppy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more lewd jokes from Toby. Who knows? <laughs> um... And please, if you can rate it and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us out a ton. It helps a shit ton. Yeah. But that's all for today. Until next time. Au revoir.
1: Goodbye. Sayonara.